There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Listen, we've all had fender benders in our life. Sometimes it's even more serious. People between the ages of 25 and 34, in fact, have the highest amount of drivers involved in car crashes. Be careful, but even if it's somebody else's mistake, you can lean on Morgan and Morgan. If you've ever been injured, check out Morgan and Morgan. It's the nation's largest injury law firm. 100 offices and over 800 lawyers with over 15 billion, that's a B billion dollars recovered with over 300,000 clients. Morgan and Morgan has a proven track record of fighting for you to get full and fair compensation, fighting for people for over 35 years. Starting for an entire football franchise as a rookie quarterback is hard. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is easy. If you're ever injured, check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless they win. For more information, go forthepeople.com slash Colin or dial pound law. That's pound 529 from your cell phone. That's forthepeople.com slash Colin or pound law 529 from your cell. This is a paid advertisement. Hi, everybody. We're going to do about 30 minutes today, 25, 30 minutes on Jim Harbaugh, Michigan. I'm going to bring a guest on in about 10 minutes, uh, 10 minutes. Dan Morgan is a managing partner at Morgan and Morgan. Um, you know, this is a guy that knows NIL, uh, will be able to sort of put his arms around for all of us. Uh, the Michigan situation, Harbaugh, Michigan, NCAA, Big Ten compliance penalties going forward. But I, but I wanted to start about this. Um, years and years ago, it was about probably 15 years ago, uh, could have been a little bit longer, 15, 18 years ago, I went to uh, a couple of the big shots at ESPN. And I said, if I was you, I would buy the UFC. And ESPN had a lot of East Coast people, a lot of baseball seam heads in management that just you know lived for the Yankees and Red Sox that thought that was much bigger than the NFL, anything else. 
And I said, I know it's not for you guys and from here, it's Vegas, LA, but UFC is exploding. And they just didn't have, they just didn't have the stomach for it. And I'm like, trust me, it's celebrities, it's high end, it's middle class, it's all classes. It's great. You've got, you, you, you've really got to, at the time you could have purchased UFC, um, you know, pennies on the dollar. It eventually sold for $6 billion. Uh, I've talked about before, I've tried to twice buy into the MLS. Um, I, back when it was $35 million, um, a team, uh, then it was $85 million a team. Uh, now it's half a billion dollars a team. MLS teams will be worth a billion dollars within five years. So my dad invested in the stock market. I've been in it since 1989. I like investing in stuff. Uh, I've missed, I've hit like anybody that's invested, but you know, I was thinking about this today and many of you have a 401k, you've got a business. I think I, I really enjoy, you know, playing the stock market and I have for a long time. And, um, you know, I was thinking if, if sports were a stock with this Jim Harbaugh story, you think to yourself, Ooh, the big 10. Oh, I don't know if this is good for the conference. The singular stock I would buy in sports in North America today is college football and specifically the Big Ten. I'll tell you why. So Michigan, Penn State got twice the audience, just, just inches shy of twice the audience of the SEC game with Georgia this past week. And this is going to continue going forward, not because Harbaugh's controversial. So one of the things that Fox did this weekend, and it's really going to be the trend going forward, it's going to be the most popular conference of all time, is that the Big Ten by adding the West Coast, Seattle, Eugene, Los Angeles markets to the Midwest, Chicago, uh, you know, Columbus, Ohio, Ann Arbor, Detroit markets. You already have the East Coast markets with Penn State, Philadelphia market, Rutgers, the New York, New Jersey market. You not only have three time zones represented, but the three biggest cities in those time zones, LA, Chicago, home of Northwestern and the Big Ten offices, and, you know, Rutgers may not be, you know, a power, but, um, you know, it's the New York, New Jersey market. That's much more attractive to advertisers than an Alabama Auburn audience. The biggest money in this country is North. It's in Seattle, you know, Chicago, Boston, New York, Philadelphia. So advertisers are going to love this new conference. The biggest cities are now in each time zone represented New York, Chicago, LA, not to mention, you know, Detroit, Philadelphia. So, but by having three time zones and Fox did it this weekend, it lets you stagger games. So at nine Pacific where I live, you could have the East Coast game. You could have Penn State uh, hosting Oregon. Pretty good game. In the next time zone, you could have uh, Michigan um, hosting UCLA. And then late, late afternoon, you could have Ohio State in Seattle or in Oregon or at USC and then in the late window, you could have Oregon, Washington, USC, UCLA hosting another Big Ten team back to back to back to back multiple games um, that don't have to overlap with each other. In the SEC, you only have two time zones. And overwhelmingly, the conference is based in one time zone, the Eastern time zone. Um, and so you're going to have all these great games that are overlapped on top of each other. So the Big Ten is going to be going forward 
starting next year, just game after game, week after week of high-profile programs in affluent, wealthy northern markets, biggest cities, LA market, Chicago market, Philly market, New York market. It's a huge advantage for advertisers, um, and it's a huge advantage for the conference. And, you know, the other thing is, I mean, this has always been, um, there's always been big cities represented, Michigan, Detroit, Penn State with Philadelphia, but now you're adding the Los Angeles market and the Seattle market. Um, and the other thing that there's a big advantage here is Fox is the home of Big Ten football, the primary home. Well, Fox has a very football-centric network. So during the course of a college football season, they're going to promote the NFL, college football, and a little postseason baseball. ESPN has the SEC. They have far more sports to promote. They have a larger menu of sports to promote, which can dilute the promotion. Um, the other thing that Fox has, which is a huge advantage, is Friday games. So it's Friday, three different time zones. Saturday, bigger northern markets for advertisers. Over the next five to six years, watch the Big Ten value explode, profile explode, television ratings explode. I was talking uh, to an executive months ago about Washington, Oregon, UCLA, USC added to the Big Ten. And he said, if sports were starting today, if you were creating a college football conference, you would literally create the Big Ten. You'd have like an LA, San Francisco, Seattle represented. In the Midwest, you'd want Chicago represented. And then in the East, you want Philly, Boston, New York, at least two of those three created. And he said, I mean, just think about this. He said, look at our presidential election. Like what states will matter? Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania. He said, these are the discussed states. They decide our election. He goes, if, if you were starting today from scratch and creating a college football conference, you would create going forward what the Big Ten is. The economies, the cities, the discussion points, all different time zones. Listen, I love the SEC. You know, I, I even here uh, out west, you know, I grew up watching Big East basketball when you had, you know, Hoya Paranoia, John Thompson, Louis Karnaseka, St. John's. I've never been a regional guy. I'll watch the best stuff. I didn't like Pac-12 basketball as a kid. I love the Big East. I've always loved SEC football. But I have found myself thinking about the choices I will make. And if you're giving me, people forget Oregon and Washington aren't just good programs. They're much closer to Ohio State than they are Iowa or Michigan State or Nebraska. Washington's had a great coach four times. Don James, they won a national title. Rick Neuheisel, they won Rose Bowls. Chris Peterson, they made the playoffs. Kalen DeBoer, they haven't lost in a year and a half. Every time Oregon's had a great coach, Mike Bellotti with Jeff Tedford, number two in the country. Mike Bellotti with Chip Kelly, dominant. Chip Kelly with Mark Helfrich, national championship game. Dan Lanning, top five, six team in the country. So Oregon and Washington are not just, you know, adding a better version of Michigan State or Iowa. When they have the right coach, these are top 10 programs. USC, eventually a top 10 program. You know, Texas, Oklahoma are really, really good. Nobody would dispute that. But you could argue Texas is the most underachieving program in the country for the last 50 years. <laughs> I, I love Texas, and I certainly would. And Oklahoma, is Brett Venables the right coach? We'll see. 
We'll see. I think they're going to have some recruiting issues eventually in the SEC, but we'll see. But um, regardless of the Harbaugh thing, and I'm an SEC fan, next year, if you're giving me Oregon, Ohio State, Michigan, USC, followed by Penn State, UCLA, I may watch parts of one SEC game. And I am not in any way saying the SEC won't have good recruiting classes and good teams. That's not what I'm saying. Watch the profile shrink of the SEC. Just, just go look at the Big Ten schedule. As somebody who's not an SEC or a Big Ten fan, you're me. You've moved all over the country. It's not close. It's not even close what games I'm going to watch. I've already looked at the schedule for the Big Ten and SEC. The Big Ten schedule is insane. <laughs> you, you, you will not get me off Big Ten football next year. I don't say that because I work at Fox. I watch the SEC now, but it's going to change. This weekend, double the rating, Big Ten. It is going to change. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. So Dan Morgan's a managing partner at Morgan & Morgan. Uh, for the record, intern for Mark Cuban while in law school. That's worth a podcast in itself. Oh, yeah. But 
I think the one thing, Dan, that jumped out to me, um, you know, there's always been sort of this uh, presumption of innocence, and yet they suspended Harbaugh flying to the game. It almost felt punitive uh, retribution for embarrassing the conference, uh, retribution for embarrassing Michigan. It felt odd to me. But is it that strange? Is it is it do you agree with that suspension? I personally do not agree with the suspension. I'm kind of in the same camp that you are in, that he has been uh, proven guilty before he had a chance to prove his innocence just based on pressure from outside schools and whatnot and coaches and presidents, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm kind of in the same camp you are that this investigation hasn't properly flown the way it should have. You know, our, all the information is not out yet and a decision was made. Um, however, you know, did he do it? Did he know about what was going on? Did he direct what was going on? Those facts haven't come out yet. What do you expect from the hearings Friday in which Harbaugh says he might speak? So, you know, it really goes on to what does, you know, what does the conference bylaws say? You know, is it if anything that happens under his watch, he's responsible for no matter what. And they have the evidence. You know, I could see a judge just saying, you know, we're talking about football here. I got a whole docket full of civil stuff that's got to get addressed and kick the can and just deny and move on. Now, if there is an actual breach of contract or if, you know, the conference did kind of come to a decision without following their, their rule book or, or, or their discretionary stuff, then a judge might come in and say, no, you didn't play by the rules. This is a breach of contract and allow them to play. You know, my gut is that the civil justice system isn't going to get too involved here in football suspensions. But um, we have seen in the past where these conferences and NCAA in general kind of think they are the end all be all rule rule maker. And, you know, we've successively have sued the NCAA in the past and have had decisions that they've made overturned. What what is due process for Harbaugh? So I think it really comes down, you know, to a full on investigation of what of, of what took place. What what did he know? What did that information lead to? You know, was it a rogue operator that had, you know, non-employees that were going out and filming six uh, filming signals and he had no idea what was going on? I mean, I think it's tough to put him, uh, you know, to be the, the person to punish for that. Now, I know we have all these different. Um, scenarios where they say it's a lack of institutional core of control. He's the head coach, but I mean, eventually you got to say where where does the line stop st- stop and start? Um, but you know, as far as uh, as as what what you know he he could be facing. I mean, I think that the university has taken a position that, that they're going to back him completely, um, and they're going to kind of just take it on the head from the conference, and then eventually the NCAA. Could Jim Harbaugh sue? Uh, Big Ten football or Big Ten conference. I think he. I mean, well, this is America, and you know, I'm 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 a lawyer, but anyone can sue anyone in America. Um, unfortunately, that's just kind of the facts that it is. So, yeah, could could a lawsuit stem from this? Yes. Um, does he have claims to irreparable harm? I think that's what you know, kind of the main thing he was saying is it's going to cause irreparable harm, not only to the university if he doesn't coach, or you know, if they don't win a national championship or lose to whoever they lose to along the way because him not coaching. What does that quantify to? monetarily but then his kind of thing is too is you're label me as you know a cheater as someone that's spying on teams and using information that's gonna then hurt you know my chances of making money down the road um you know i think if jim harbaugh is still in michigan next year he's obviously going to be making the same amount of money if he's not in michigan he's probably making more money um somewhere else so you know the monetary damages might be tough for him to draw towards from a compensation base but as far as hey, you guys are defaming me. You say I'm a cheater. I'm not a cheater. Yeah, there could be a, a legitimate claim there. 
If you represented the University of Michigan, knowing that Harbaugh can bail if the action, uh, if, if the punishment is highly severe, it's a weird space for Michigan. Would you caution the university to step gingerly? They are right now uh, in complete, utter, absolute support of Harbaugh. But all of a sudden, he loses to Maryland and Ohio State. Uh, they get word from the NCAA that it's going to be more severe, vacating wins, multiple uh, uh, year-long suspension. How do you, if you represented Michigan, wouldn't you be a little concerned if Jim just, I mean, he doesn't have to be truthful. Exactly. Right? Yeah. He could, right. He doesn't, what, what's he held to? If he's got a job in Chicago with the Bears, what does he care? Exactly. If you're representing Michigan, your thoughts on that? Yeah, so Michigan is definitely in kind of a tough spot because on one hand, they're trying to protect their national championship potential. They're trying to protect their 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 wins they've already had. And they're also trying to protect making sure that if everything does go to plan, they can keep Jim Harbaugh as their head coach. Um, because I think if Michigan was joining in with you know the Big Ten right now and saying we agree with the suspension, it'd be a lot easier to see Jim Harbaugh in Chicago next year. Um, you know, or Vegas or Tampa or wherever else that needs a good offensive minded head coach. Um, so they're kind of in a position where they want to support and they want to make sure that, that he knows your support. Him, I think to kind of keep him on the, on, uh, on the Michigan path. But yeah, I definitely think that they run some risk too of if this investigation leads where it kind of looks like it's leading, which is if the NCAA finds in concert, uh, with the big 10 and wins are vacated and, you know, bowl games are, suspended and playoff breaches in the future or have or, or had to be missed and the michigan's gonna lose twice uh you're very interested in the nil um the business of college football is changing now uh i think um it's going to grow um the big 10 now has la market chicago new york philadelphia detroit it's got the biggest markets in each of the three biggest time zones Oh, yeah. But the NIL, uh, the money's going to just keep pouring in the TV money. Uh, now players are being compensated. What do you think the NIL looks like in five years, 10 years? Will it look like just slight variations of what we have now? Uh, I worry about paying high school players. That just feels dirty to me. What do you think the NIL looks like in five years? So I mean the I mean the NIL I think is going to look a lot more of the same. Hopefully, more rules and, reg and regulations, and there's not more guessing on what can be done and what can't be done. Um, but I think what you're seeing shape up right now, as far as far as these collectives go, um, I think it's going to be a lot more of those in the future. Of hey, let's bundle all our boosters together and pay kids, you know, that way instead of trying to go out and get these these one-off deals from you know a Powerade or a big-time car dealer right. in that in that one area to pay the player. Um, you know, we've, we've seen that more and more and we, we do deals of all sizes with NIL. So we've done deals with low level softball players and we've done deals with, you know, lottery picks and basketball and, you know, top five picks in the NFL draft. So we've kind of seen how it all shapes out. And, you know, a lot of what drives it, it are the agents and the agents are kind of coming in tune to it too, because they know they want to have players that get deals and that's, what's going to sign them at an early time. Um, but right now in Michigan, for instance, you know, they're selling Mi a, a Michigan versus everybody shirts. All proceeds are going to NIL players. This is going on with Jim Harbaugh. So all the fan base, you know, 10 million fans are now galvanized to buy these shirts. Hundreds of thousands of dollars are pouring in and those are being 
distribute it directly to the players, you know, so they're obviously went, went in when that's happened. So anytime you can have an opportunity to get the money to the players, to the actual students in a clean, legitimate way, I think that's what's going to kind of favor because, you know, we see it with an offensive guard isn't going to get the same looks that the quarterback gets at Kentucky. Now, we try to do a good deal of spreading the wealth out along as far as the players go. And, you know, at Kentucky basketball, we do a whole team deal where the walk-on gets paid as much as the lottery picks. Um, so there is some of that that goes on in, in the sport. But I think in the future, it's going to be more money, more dollars, and it's super competitive. I think you're going to see coaches like Jim Harborough and, you know, Nick Saban that don't want to compete in that type of environment where they might say, Hey, you know, I had my run. We did my, we did, we did the old school way now NFL or, you know, uh, saving will probably keep doing NIL deals because he has one of the biggest Mercedes dealerships in the country. But as far as doing it with the players, I think you're going to have a new, a new style of coach, a new style of system. It's going to be heavily collective bases. And you're going to see these one-off deals where, you know, the right players will, will be making seven, seven figures every year. And, I know you said it kind of seems dirty in high school, but I think that's definitely the path it's headed where you're going to see a, you know, a, a phenom basketball player. You know, we see it now with overtime elite and elsewhere. These kids are getting half, half a million bucks at 14, 15 years old. Finally, let's pivot back to Michigan. What do you think transpires and how long will it take? So I think, you know, what, what I would like to see happen, I would like to see Michigan be able to fit, finish the season off cleanly, whatever happens, happens, and then let the, the, the penalties rain down after Do they get stripped after they win, you know, let, let that fall, you know, land, land where it lands and then figure out what do I think happens though? I think that the, on uh, Friday that Harbaugh will give a galvanizing speech. He'll, he'll make his points, but a judge is probably going to not make too many uh, decisions. It's going to let, you know, the, the conference make their decisions. If he wants to bring an another suit later, that might happen. But I think that, you know, most likely, he doesn't finish coaching uh, the regular season uh, with Michigan. We'll see what happens in that Ohio State game. Obviously, that a lot of implications for the national title on that. And but I I think the NCAA might come in before the playoffs and make their decision too. I know they said they were going to have a decision by the end of the fall. Um, so the national championship, you know, that happens next year. So I mean, I could see a decision being made. I could see him potentially, you know, if they're going to hold the coaches responsible no matter what even if he had no idea or gave, gave no direction it could end bad for Jim Harbaugh but I'm, I'm I'm hoping it doesn't and I'm a Gator Dan fan Morgan. saying that so <laughs> Dan Morgan managing partner Morgan and Morgan thanks Dan thank you I appreciate you guys having me on the volume it's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season hey Jeff are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. 
Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories.